be on. All right, everybody. Uh, happy New Year's to everybody. I'm glad everybody, um, glad the squad showed up. I thought it was just going to be me and Vin Rock for a second. Bruce sent a video from like, <laughs> said something said water damage, and then he sent the like a video as like a like a note. <laughs> it was proof. Say what? He wanted to send proof. I know, like, like, yeah. It was like, dude, if you can't make it, you can't make it. It's all good. It's all to the motherfucking good and shit. But uh, I wanted to start off with this record. This record seems uh pretty uh pretty appropriate for the time. Let me put the mic a little a little closer. The scale man shit. Ak, you got to hear his uh his joint. Even though you know, I know comic books ain't super super your thing, but he do his he do his thing on there. This is what I want to say to everybody. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. I'm gonna start the new year off with. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Please hold your applause for I just applied. Say thank you to everybody who listened for the last two years. Hopefully, we'll have another, another good, uh, prosperous year for everybody around. Welcome to another episode of Don't Overthinking Podcast. I'm your host, Dominican Johnny. Along with my guys, I got Dula, I got Vin Rock, I got Layel, the scale man, the one six scale man to be exact. Shit. Um, yeah, we have, I haven't recorded all December and shit. So, you know, I mean, we we got a lot of uh, a lot of shit to get to. Even even shit that just happened recently, too. Um could any of you guys, I just got a little update on it on um, uh, Jeremy. Well, y'all know him as Hawkeye on uh, Marvel and shit. He had a, a snow accident and shit. Yeah. Did y'all get the recent update? Yeah. Yeah, he's feeling better. But uh, that was some scary shit because uh, I plowed too. So, I mean, that, that, that was crazy. But uh, I guess you probably... For, for those who don't know, if you're listening, like he was, uh, he was in the snow cap, found his driveway, he up in the mountains and shit, you know, rich folk shit. Yeah. Found his driveway and, uh, he must've got out to clean a car that was on his driveway or something. And then, uh, he was trying to lift out a gear or, or the brakes failed or whatever. And it, and it, uh, started rolling. He tried to get back in it and rolled him over. Mm. <laughs> Luckily, his neighbor either seen it, heard it, or was somehow, found him and, and was able to put a tourniquet on his leg so he didn't bleed out. But that's where most damage was, but he got all fucked up. Got chest injuries and head injuries and was in critical condition and he gave an update today saying he was okay but not in the best of shape. So, hopefully hopefully, you know, pull through and, you know, but he, he updated his social today saying thumbs up, you know. Yeah. Damn, they, I heard. Is there was there a picture out? Because somebody was saying that they, his face all bruised up and shit. Yeah, he posted from. Okay, okay, okay. All right, damn, that's crazy. And then yeah. we, uh, shit, we lost people. We started a year fucking losing somebody, man. And shit, rest in peace, gangsta boo. Shit, yeah. uh, one of the Pointer sisters. Mm-hmm. Shit's crazy. I'm like, god damn. Somebody else just. Past today, it's, it's, that's a damn shame. We got to start off 2023 with that. But, um, shit. We got a lot of uh, little catching up to do. And I want to be uh, say rest in peace to everybody we lost in 2022 as, as well. Shit. Because, what was shit? From PMB Rock all the way up to, to uh, take off to 
numerous athletes. There was a, a couple of joints. Um, Dula, Abdullah. You there? Nope. All right. Yeah, man. You're the uh, you're the uh, our NFL spokesperson. What is the deal with the injury that happened last night at the Bills game? My man, that got hit, and he just oh yeah, so he, he had like basically he had a heart attack. Make a long story short. So that's a, it. Yeah. So what when the hit? No, nah. no, nah, it was a routine hit. Mm. The hit, the hit was yeah. He, he did, did, did one of them freaks of nature. I mean, we see it a lot with athletes that are in impeccable shape. Somebody just died today from a heart attack. There's a football player. Mm. Yeah. My girl's girl nurse, she was talking about how the other doctors and nurses there thought that it might have been to the head, but if it was, it was, um, she had some technical term for it, but it was basically if there's contact with a certain algorithm of your heart, that's like a one million chance that it could set off a heart attack, and they believe that that might have been the cause of it. It's mm. kind of not somewhat not like a pressure point but basically like an algorithm of the heart if you're hit at a certain point in the heart cycle that it could set off something like a heart attack or a heart station that could lead to a heart attack that's crazy which is fucking wild because they said that it was it's like a one in you know one in a million or million chance of you know some some that wow. you know actually happen that's why it was such a rare thing because it was a clean hit it wasn't you know, it wasn't one of those, you know, jaw dropping hits. Nothing. It was routine tackles. Yeah, that's what it looked. That's what it looked like. And then he stood up after it. So, and then he went. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh shit, that's crazy. Because it, it took a second for the blood to, to stop. Yeah, yo, I was all like, oh shit. And then people was looking like, and I wonder what the hell do you do in that moment though? Because one guy noticed it, and then the other dude ran to him, and I was like, oh shit. And then it said it, they said it took them a while for, for them to get the ambulance on the field. I didn't I didn't see it in real time, so I didn't see how long it took them to bring the ambulance on the yeah, field. He hmm? wasn't bringing it like nine minutes. Damn. Jesus Christ. I wonder if they would, shit, the owners are just like, I'm just looking after my investment, man. Fuck it. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm well, no, nah, I mean, what they're, they're looking again, you know, just like music. It is a business at the end of the day. Yeah. But I mean, you still have to be, you have to be, um, you have to be empathetic. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, this guy hurt in both teams. It's like, you know, that's a decision. Both teams, like, you do want to reschedule? Do you want to keep going? I mean, there's plenty of injuries. You see some, some real bad injuries. And yeah. like, all right, get them off the field. Let's keep this game going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's, it's that's, was, that's the nature of sports. Yeah. It's just weird. Uh, Skip Bayless catching so much heat for just even having the thought of what are they going to do with the game now? When if you're a fan of any kind of entertainment or sports, I mean, there's there's a reason the show goes on for a reason. You know, mm. it, people get carted away on trucks and shit like that, and then they just played. So it's not out of the realm of possibility to you know, one just well, at least wonder at the same time you're feeling bad for them to also wonder, wow, wondering what they're going to do about this game because so you know what the league was. The league was going to give them another intermission to warm up and recover, and then go back out there. It was the players, it was the coaches and the players from the um, Bengals, or whatever, that went over to the Bills and was like, "I know y'all ain't trying to play in this, so let's just go home." The players stopped that game, not the NFL. Okay, okay. I was going to ask you. I was going to say, what is the comment? Because all I seen was in headlights is like he gets canceled or he did a show today for Dolo because of his comments and everything. And so what was he basically asking? Just like, Bullshit. so what are y'all going to do? 
that's what he was basically saying? Nah, it was a four-part tweet. Basically, he was saying, no, this sucks. You know, prayers to him. I hope he recovers, blah, blah, blah. I, and then he was like, I wonder what they're going to do because they're really close to the end the playoffs, and that game was an important decision-maker of what was going to happen mm. to the playoffs. But wait, but then he said, but all that seems irrelevant now. So it's like people who can't read just took that part out of it. Got it, got it, got it. Uh, I don't know, man. It could be on this bullshit, But that's why he doesn't have the benefit of the doubt. Because it always be on his bullshit, so people just took it. Cause, like, yeah, it could be, yeah, yeah, be on his bullshit, man. Like, Dean Shannon was about to yeah, but, put the... Somebody is like, but they were just waiting for Skip to say something stupid, because he always... But, but I think this is the one time it's not fair to crucify him over, because... You can have both thoughts. You can be like, "Damn, that that sucks." But I wonder what they're gonna do. No, I mean, and we just say, I mean, I I want to say he should lose his job, but like, I mean, again, he he's one of those guys. The I think I think what happens is during the game. With, with, the commentators during the game were wondering what's gonna happen. So with, why is why is Skip again in the hot seat? That was that was weird. And I got Skip. Uh, he be he be saying some foolish shit. Uh, no, but, I think the thing with Skip is that you know, a lot of people always be with Skip because. Skip is one of those, like, he is a sports writer. Right. And sometimes as an athlete, you like, nigga, you never played. What the fuck you talking about? Because <laughs> Skip, Skip is Steve, and Angel Skip, Stephen A too. Yeah. Guys got a lot of fucking opinions for never playing a day in their life. But then again, they paid a lot of money to have an opinion. They, as part of their job is to have a stream of consciousness 24-7 about everything they think, and they get paid for that. So I don't blame them for being, you know, tweeting a tweet out saying, I wonder what they're going to do now. Anybody can I, can I ask y'all something then? Can I ask y'all something in regards to the tweet? Would it have been, would people would have been able to understand what he was saying more if he would have done a quick video? Because, you know, it tweets when you're reading it, you know, you, that's that's room for error. But if he would have no, said it and you, you know, would have heard their emotion. Because a lot of people who who are corrected saying, yo, he was saying that it would be irrelevant now. He was just saying, you know, I wonder what he's going to do about the game, even though now it's irrelevant and you no. Know, and he also said thoughts and prayers and all that other shit. And people said, you know, most of the feedback is he shouldn't have mentioned nothing about what's going to happen with the game. But that's, I mean, that's just because you but don't yeah. want to think about anything else like that. Yeah, it's insensitive. Yeah, you got to like report on the whole situation. We yeah. If we be on the highway and we're in a traffic jam because somebody died in an accident, we sorry for that person. But there's at least part of your brain that's like, damn, I'm going to be late for work. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Vinny, I I, I, I I can't believe I'm gonna say this. This is probably the one time I'm gonna disagree. Because <laughs> if that was fucking Tom Brady, they would have shut the whole fucking country down. <laughs> the whole country, right? If Tom Brady, if that would have happened to Tom Brady, you would have seen the TV go black, and the TV ever went black in 30 years. January 3rd, be Tom Brady. Dead. You would have said this is, <laughs> and this shit when it came back on, then we knew what the fuck was wrong with Tom. <laughs> yeah. So I don't, I don't, right. and, and that's how people are feeling. To be completely That's honest. That's what they're saying, though. Okay. If, if that was a Tom Brady or motherfucking Aaron Rodgers, we wouldn't be having this conversation because the game would have stopped. You got to throw yeah. in race, huh? You always got to throw in. But it's true. Man. I'm dead ass. Right <laughs> if, if that would have happened to Tom Brady, that game would have stopped. He would have been on every national platform. You would have seen fucking uh, Biden checking in. Oh, Yo, you stupid. Out to Tom Brady and family. You think I'm bullshitting, man? I'm dead ass. <laughs> if that was one of the major, major players, it, it would have been a whole different thing. And what, it's no secret. What, let, what was the brother's name so we could send prayers out to him? Uh, what was his name from uh, number 31? Uh, I'm not a Bills fan, so I, I'm not that familiar with him. I know he's a pretty good uh, 
He's a pretty good defensive player. Vinrock, you got the name? That's pretty good. I look it up. I don't have his name memorized. Leo? Uh, <laughs> no, nah, I, I, I don't. I forgot his Damn, name. We are bro. sad. Damn, that's pathetic. We fucked up. <laughs> Jamar Hamlin. All right. Jamar Hamlin, man. Jamar, Prayers Jamar up. Hamlin. Get well soon. You know what I mean? Take your time off. It's just football. Even though to him it might be his life. But nah, fuck that. Your health is more important. Shit. You know what I mean? Because a lot of people, they be like, oh, they're expendable athletes and all that. They're just numbers. Nah, but these are actual, you know what I mean? Actual people with whole families. And sometimes the main athlete is to sustain in the whole uh, ecosystem for their family. See, you know what? You know what, though? On, on some real shit, like, I, I kind of see two sides of this whole situation, bro, because I'm watching these, I'm watching these reporters and these analysts and these sports analysts and, and major figures. And like, even if you basically watch uh, Get Up this morning, you have people that have empathetic speeches, right? That were in the league. And I don't know if they just kind of grandstanding or, you know, just basically because of the simple fact that they have the, the spotlight. But literally, bro, and I'm not saying this to be like, I'm not saying this in a harsh way, but these players, bro, they knew what they were signing up for, bro. Like, literally, they do. A lot of them do. Now, oh, yeah. it's bad that this happened to do because yeah. it shouldn't have. It's it's just a damn shame that okay now that this happened this could been shit like this been happening for years bro like literally that was has. one thought that i heard a lot going around too like why is it's, everybody it's acting like this is new years. yeah it's nothing new and it's been happening for years but now all of a sudden people want to be empathetic for it be towards it and i think that a lot of them look there, there are people who are really empathetic and really hurt behind it that aren't speaking in public. But you got a lot of these speakerheads that are doing it in public because, again, the spotlight's on them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so it's, 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 it's sort of like a tough situation. What happened to that dude, it was a routine hit. It was a simple fact that, and again, with a lot of people, you take a hit like that, if the adrenaline's flowing and you get up too fast, it's just like if you wake up in the morning too fast out of the bed, sometimes you'll pass out. Just defending. So, in a sense, that's something similar to what happened to him. It's just a simple fact that the adrenaline was flowing, his heart was racing too fast, and he couldn't catch up. And again, he went into cardiac arrest. Luckily, they had the defibrillator out there to bring him back. But my point is, this isn't nothing new, bro. It, it, it is. Yeah. And playing in that, that sport, like football is a dangerous ass yeah, sport, bro. Sport. That's, that, that's why, I mean, it's obviously, that that's, that's my only thing. It's like, we can... You can feel like complete remorse and sadness, and, like damn, like be absolutely like devastated over what happened for him, and also wonder, in a logical and practical sense, yeah, I wonder what the NFL is going to do about it because the playoffs are coming up. It doesn't mean that you don't give a fuck about that young man's life. It's yeah. just a question. But they you still got to I mean? run a business from a business standpoint. <laughs> from a business standpoint, because it's just that's just. I mean, it's just a logical. I mean, yeah, that's. that's no, it's just human nature to, to look at things logically and emotionally. But there's a lot of people who aren't really football fans or are really big football fans who have locked all that out, and that's absolutely understandable. There's you can deal with uh, drama and um, trauma in, in multiple different ways. There's people who go through a traumatic situation and can't focus on anything else, and there's people who go through a traumatic situation and think, "All right, here's all the things I have to do." To make sure 
everything else is okay around the situation. Like, oh, I gotta, I gotta get his keys. I gotta go get his, you know. Like, if something just happens to the family members, some people might just break down and cry. Some people might be like, oh shit, I gotta go make sure, you know, I, I take care of their dog, or I gotta go lo- lock up their house. Like all the other things that might factor into your mind. So people handle that shit differently. So I mean, it's, I think what it is a lot also is we seen them working on that man on the field. Okay. Whereas That's most what I was people ask. It was, they did it in real time. They actually got to yeah. it. They, they were, they didn't cut away. I don't believe they still not, you know, 10 minutes of them working on them and just showing the players for 10 minutes sitting there. Like that's dramatic television. And most of the time when there's a big hit, they get carted off and they're back there working on them, doing cat and shit like that. That's all at the hospital, but they had to resuscitate this man. Mm-hmm. Spend 10 minutes CPR on him. On the field, yeah. Have real CPR. They seen CPR on TV. And they didn't realize, like, you bre- damn near breaking a man's ribs trying to, you know, perform CPR when you do it in real life. So, it was, most people weren't used to seeing that. So, that's a lot. <laughs> so, that's a lot for people to take in watching that. That's, that's why it's kind of hard to think of anything other than his safety, but you can, I, I don't feel like it's, I wonder, you know, mm. Also, you know I'm, what I mean? Yeah, but I'm wondering. I'm wondering too. Now, is the NFL gonna look at it because everything is so viral? So this is like the hot topic. I'm wondering if they're gonna even issue some type of like sentimental statement or it say something, or are they just gonna be like, "All right, let's shut the fuck so up far, and wait for the next news cycle." So far, the only thing they've said is that they won't be discussing the games this week. So hmm. it, they have to wait a certain amount of time to to seem sensitive. Even though I'm sure the league wants to just get the the game played, and so that way they stay on, you know, target with their scheduling. Now, does this Dula? You probably know more about this, or maybe even Vinrod. I don't know if Vinrod's an NFL guy. Does them like so the game? It didn't. It, they didn't finish the game, correct? No, they called it. It's, it's, it's no contest. All right. So does that fuck up scheduling when it comes to like the playoffs? Because I know it's close to playoff time and shit. What does that yeah, like both change? Most of the playoff contenders, they have to either they're, they have to decide whether to replay this game or to call it a tie. And then if they call it a tie, that doesn't only affect these two teams; it affects the other mm. team. That's in their what division. I mean. It affects the whole ecosystem, right? Which is why it's a, a, a logical question about what they're going to do about this because it, it has ramifications outside of this man's health. Sad to say, but it does. Yeah. Okay. I wonder if they're gonna do like a what was that movie with with, with the Nero and Wesley Snipes the fan when the boy died and everybody wore his number on the side. I wonder if they're gonna do like some type of viral campaign and put his number on oh, everybody's yeah. jersey. If, if they reschedule this game, there will be everybody will be wearing like a bit armband with his number or something. Yeah, mm, no, no, I don't think we go that far. Watch, watch, everybody got to have his number on his clip. You, you know, everybody, you know fake, Buffalo, fake love. It's gonna be the fake love. love. Oh, Buffalo? No, no, yeah. no. But, 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 like, again, injuries happen all the time. Yep. It's happened in prime time. Yep. That's, that's what I was This is nothing ask. unusual. I'm, that's I'm what I was asking you. I've yeah. seen some devious shit. I've seen dudes get knocked out and not wakes up. I've seen dudes yep. get their legs broke. I've seen a dude get paralyzed. Yep. yep. That's not my point, dude. Like, this, they making this out to be like, like, this literally. Is something that's never I've seen like, a dude get paralyzed. And that game did not stop. He's like, I can't feel my leg. And he's like, what? I can't feel my leg. They rolled him off the field. Rolled him out the field. Keep going. That's what I'm saying. That's why I, I was surprised Shit. that they even stopped the game. Shit. Football's brutal, man. Football's the most violent. It's brutal, ever, bro. Man. 
They, uh, this happens all the time. That's what I'm saying. Like, this thing about, it, 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 it ain't new. It's a, yeah, it, it, it wasn't even a hard hit. No. It was a routine tackle. Mm. Mm. It wasn't even a hit. It was a tackle. If somebody's hit hard, everybody's kneeling and shit. But back in the day, the 70s, the 80s, if there was a hard hit, it wasn't no, like, a hope yet you're okay. You doing dances, like, yeah. mocking them. Oh, shit. So, yeah, it, it was just, it was a, 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 I mean, it was, it was, it was, uh, damn. I give anybody a cookie if you can tell me the original of that beat. <laughs> that beat, that beat has three beats that been made on the same record. Yeah, ah, you yeah, ain't nothing for that. There's three samples off that record that's been used. Obviously, you know that one right there. No, I don't. Because this one's beat seems so simple that I wouldn't even like the drums alone is just okay. simple, like. Well, you know that's Eminem shit. So shady. Yeah. Yes, I know, but that's what I'm saying. It's oh, no, like, okay, okay. It's Lavi Sharif, an African. He's a South. Uh, he's an African of French descent, a French citizen. But now the beginning of that record is Jay Z's uh, record. Dun, 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 dun. Streets is watching. Streets is watching. Yeah, Streets is watching. Yep, Streets is watching. So that's the beginning of that record. And then that got that part, there's a little part that Dre flipped him for him out. He got sued for this, too, though, later. I think so. Yes, because he said said they never... Again, you know what what made a lot of these guys rich? Hmm. YouTube. Remember, he's over in France, so he has no clue what's going on in America. Yeah, you know, it's kids playing. It's funny you said that. Oh, yeah. get my lawyer on the phone. It's funny you said that. Phone. It's funny you said that. Did y'all? I don't know if y'all saw it. Uh, Vinny, I know you look at my story every now and then. Did y'all see? Dula, mute it real quick. Dula, mute it real quick. Did y'all see? Um, somebody broke down the like. There's a, a um an Instagram page where they break down every single beat and they layer every single sample and drum loop and they slow it and speed it up like how it's required for the actual song. And I'm like, is that snitching? You know what I mean? Because they're literally telling you where they got it from. Like, how did they know that it got cleared with the, you know what I mean, with the record label and everything? Because isn't that the main thing Premier was talking about on that one, uh, on the one skit? He was like, "What's up with y'all break breakbeat cats saying uh, snitching, saying where we got the sample from?" You know what I mean? Would that be considered snitching, L? Oh shit! What you mean? Would that be considered snitching? If, like, say, if if you had a sample and shit, and you didn't want nobody to know where they got the sample from, and an Instagram page comes breaking down every single drum pattern to your beat, where the sample was, how you slowed it down, and how you manipulated it and everything, and then showing it—it's not snitching when it's not yours, bro. Oh, okay. So you, you know, it ain't snitching if it's not yours. If I put out, yeah. yeah what if, if you I don't want? What if you don't? What if you didn't clear right. the sample? You try to sneak it by. Then you you took that risk. Yeah. Shit. Because I'm sure you whoever, risk. whoever's breaking it down, they don't know if you clear that sample or not. They're looking at it exactly. as like, exactly. They look you like, took that risk. If I, if I have a uh, like a, a fan page for hip hop and I break down, you know, the sample on Tryon and show where Rizzo got all the beats from, I'm not doing it because I'm trying to get Rizzo in trouble. I'm doing it because I love that track. Yeah, yeah. It's like if I take a track, if I take a track, if I create a beat and I use a sample and I put it out. And I just put it out to so many different platforms without getting it cleared. I'm taking that risk. It's a risk. Isn't that the beauty of hip hop, though? Is sneaking shit by motherfuckers, like having a sample that's so ill that nobody could even guess where it's from. You know what I mean? There's always is out there, bro. 
Yeah, especially always, now. See, cause, cause, out there. But the, do y'all remember the, that listen. Do y'all remember the skit I was talking about where DJ Premier said that though on, on, on the Moment of Truth album? Do y'all remember that? It was right before it was right before business and industry uh uh the business joint. I'm about to, I'm about to look it up in a second. But, but I don't then know. again, that was before that was before the internet. Yes. Very much so. So so I don't think at that time it would be even a thought that somebody would really delve into your shit that much for content. Because that yeah. wasn't a thing back then. Let me see. I'm, I'm trying to look up DJ Premier rant about sampling. Let me see about sampling. 92% of households yeah, shut, shut that down. Let me see. Sample breakdown. DJ Premier rant about sampling. I think it was right before Friends and Business, the, uh, the song on there. And he was like, What's the deal with you prank record cats uh, that take the records that we sample from and snitching saying we 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 took some of that? Y'all know y'all y'all violating straight up and down. Fuck, I can't find that shit. But anyways, damn that we went way off topic. And then Dula, I guess I don't know. He, you know, family time with him. Um, I did want to get to a couple of things though, because there've been a couple of movies we went to. The last one we all saw as a crew was what Black Adam. I'd have to say that was the last one, correct? Or Black Panther 2? Yeah. Black yeah, Panther 2. Yeah, it was Black Panther 2. Um, I, I want to dive into the whole, like like I said in, in the group chat, though, what is the whole deal with uh, James Gunn? So now he's the uh, like like the COO or the CEO of the whole DCU over there at um, Warner. That's, that's, that's split between him and Safran. So there's two people. It's him and Safran that are basically the... Uh, CEOs, they're, they're actually head of the DC uh, 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 cinematic universe over there when okay. it comes to DC Studios. They're head of DC Studios. But it's a shared venture. He's not on his own. Hmm. He's not on his he's own. He's just the only one that's vocal about it. No, nah, uh, no. Nah. He's, he's the only, he's just vocal about it. That's all. He's, he's the one more on social media and he's a, a public figure, whereas most people yeah. don't know Zafron because Zafron's pretty much just a suit. Ah, okay, okay. And then, so he totally scrapped every timeline that was happening right there and just said, fuck it, I'm going to just start this whole shit from scratch again? Not necessarily. Okay. But he did, he made enough moves for it to appear that that is the route that is going to be taken. Hmm. So they, so the, the, because from what I'm hearing, like, um, the flashpoint is still coming out, but they took out a couple of scenes so they so they, so they don't connect everything because he's going to start off his own little thing. Like a couple, how many reboots are happening as far as the Justice League? As far as all of them characters are concerned, at this point, at this point, it's unknown except for Superman. Everything yeah. else is speculation. So but the speculation is speculation. Okay, okay, but it's it's definite that. Uh, all right, so so far the official official like not just rumor, but the official moves that have been made is that they tabled the Wonder Woman three, but it's, and Patty Jenkins, who was the director of the previous two, is out. But they haven't made any official announcement about Gal Gadot, and no. then Henry Cavill was re-signed, and when they. Uh, announced that they were going to be coming up with a 10-year plan and Superman was going to be a big part of it. And then afterwards, they brought back Henry Cavill and, and made fanfare about it. Then put him in Black Adam as an after credit scene. Yes. And then they said 
Man of Steel 2 is not happening and Henry Cavill is not going to be Superman in the future, that they are going to name a younger Superman who's going to be uh, a focus more, it's going to have a movie that's focused more on the uh, his times at the Daily Planet and Gunn was going to be writing that. So that yeah. is the only two official, official, that's what we're doing moves that have been made. Uh, so there's no official announcement of what they're going to do with Batman. Uh, as far as we know, Batman, uh, Patterson, Pattinson Batman is still in a different universe yes. than the DCU. Yes. And Joker yeah. is still in a different universe than the, than the, and Pattinson Batman and the DCU. And Shazam 2, um, is still to come in 23. Yes. And Aquaman 2 is still to come in 23 and Flash and Flashpoint. Yes. But and then, I, is it true that they I cut out? Flash, yes. Go ahead. Go ahead. Cavill, I'm sorry. Go ahead. The Cavill and Gavidol's cameos in Flashpoint are reportedly going to be cut out, which leads a lot of people to believe that all those things I just mentioned is leading to a likelihood that they're going to just reboot the quote-unquote Snyderverse. And they call it Snyderverse because Zack Snyder kind of put everything together that we see so far in mm. CCU. Damn. I mean, I liked Henry Cavill. Shit. But, but yeah, it does make... That's what I'm saying, and because and then the Rock too, I seen that he like stopped following DC's Instagram page. Okay, uh, the Rock had a meeting with James Gunn, and basically, it's a possibility that he'd be Black Adam again. But unlikely, and the only thing official is that James Gunn told him that he won't be part of the first wave, first phase, however you want to put it. Got so it, it would be in a, so way down the line, they may make another Black Adam movie, and if Rocky pissed off, then he'll come back. But <laughs> so he he and burned the bridge, but basically right between the lines. Yeah. yeah. Damn. I like Black Adam too. Black Adam was my shit, and I wanted to ask y'all about it was dope, that too. But it was dope, but it made three hundred ninety million. It cost two fifty to make. So to them, now's an L. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if it's because of the title, like Black Adam and shit, and then you have you know. The Rock ain't a white man, but no, it ain't. It ain't. It ain't got nothing to do with him being basically being black. It's the simple fact that you have the powers that be. Here, here's the thing. Look at it this way: you look at all these franchises, you look at all these films. Uh, even though we love Man of Steel, mm-hmm. wasn't a billion dollar draw. It didn't make the money that they thought it was going to make. Batman versus Superman didn't make the, the money that they thought it was going to make. Technically, even with the Justice League, they took a loss because they didn't put it in. It wasn't out on film. That was basically straight to, to HBO Max. Yes. You know what I mean? Correct. You know, it made, it made you know, streaming-wise, it made them profit when it came to subscriptions. But as far as the film, it didn't make, you know what I mean? So if you're taking these L's and you're expected to have a certain kind of turnaround, and then you're basically given the task to say, okay, cool, you got the keys to the kingdom, but we want you to produce. I could have told people that that's what he was going to do. I knew that's what I, I, I kind of felt that this is what was going to happen. Are we pissed about it? Yeah, mm. it's a lot of people really pissed about it, but it's nothing new, especially when it comes to these studios, bro. This okay. is what they're going to do. So it's basically it's always the creatives you, versus the, yeah, the corporate suits. Yeah. It's always that battle. Yeah. So okay. it's why. Always now, Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Did you say corporate always if wins, Vinny? Business always wins. Same thing. Got you. Got you. Exactly. So here's the thing. 
if they're successful, okay, cool. But, but if they're not, you know what I mean? Heads are going to roll. It is what it is. And people will let them know. Mm. So that's what I'm saying. Like, they got to really think about those things, bro. You, you can't, you can't, you know, you, you, it, 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 it's like you damned if you do, damned if you don't. And I think basically they are wiping themselves clean of everything that was more so tainted or what they thought was tainted with Zack Snyder. Because mm. there was a lot of shit going on. You know what I mean? And yeah. even, 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 you know, uh, 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 what is his name? Ray, Ray, what's his name? Ray, um, Ray Fisher. What is his name? Ray, Ray Fisher. He's still talking shit. Yeah. Who's, who's Ray Fisher? Hold up. Still, For people that don't know, who's Ray Fisher? He was Cyborg. He was Cyborg. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And what is what was what was his gripe? Well, everything that was going on with him in the DC universe, or basically him, everything that was going on with him in Warner Brothers, and when Walter Hamada was there, when you know, uh, uh, when they had the um, the Josh Whedon, when Josh Whedon was there, and also uh, a shit that happened with um, Jeff Johns. So there was a lot of racial shit, mm. you know, that he basically brought up. How his story was cut, how they were treated, you know, because a lot the of that came his story out. was handled and cut when we didn't take over for Snyder when Snyder lost his daughter in the middle of the making Justice League. He felt it was racially motivated because he felt it was too black, so they had to cut out some black shit. And it's really hard to argue with this point when the Snyder cut came out and he was the center yep. point of the movie. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, he hold had up. the so power to separate. To all the, up in yeah. It? Yeah. He was supposed to, damn, it's like, damn, he was supposed to be all up in it. And, but his beef, like, went above Whedon's head by going to Hamada, which was who was in charge at that, you know, time of it coming out. Because he brought that those grievances to Hamada Nord and showed up. And, and basically, they, they tried to make a smear like he was like he was crazy because he was, you know, you know acting out, you know, acting out. Um, I'm wondering if they was looking so, at him though, like you're not the biggest draw because not many people know Cyborg. I'm thinking about it. I'm just playing devil's advocate, like doing the business side of it. Like the yeah. main draw is Superman, Batman. You know, I was a big part of it too because when he first made the accusations, none of the other people said shit. And then they fucked with Momoa a little bit, and then Momoa was like, "Yeah, they did that to him." And Gal Gadot was like, "Yeah, they did that some uh, sexual harassment shit with me." So he's right, but it took a, it took months for them to come out and have his back. Yeah, they probably yep. had to talk to their publicists and everything and be like, all right, how much windfall or how many, how many shots am I going to catch if I if I say this? You know what I mean? Damn. Yeah, they ain't take they ain't it over just anybody. They had to make sure that it wouldn't hurt them by having hey, shots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be like, I'll be, I'll be a revolutionary and stand up with you for the plight, but hold on, let me make sure if I, it ain't going to fuck with my, my paper. Damn. How will my, my numbers look if I have it? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Everything. Everything is like all the entourage shit is so true. Well, how so? When you say that, what you mean? Remember how, like, anytime somebody made a move on entourage, his publicist and Ari oh, they would had be to like, go clean oh, it up. How you eat. you gotcha. know what I mean? Like, every, all the politics of Hollywood that show, like, kind of playing the game. Yes, playing the game. Yes. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Shit. Yeah, because before Justice League, like I wasn't super, super familiar with Cyborg like that either. Because every time I saw him, I saw I saw Deathlock from uh, Marvel. You know what I mean? He was more of a Teen Titans, uh, you know, character than Justice League. But then when New Fifty Two happened, they bumped him up into the league because it really ever was any black 
uh, Justice League members except for John Stewart, and he wasn't trying to put Green Lantern in it. So they yeah. were like, right, "Cool, we'll do Cyborg." Because uh, that, that's the huge problem with DC. It's a big problem with DC Comics. They don't have too many black characters. That's why they have to turn. That's why they have to race swap because it's, it's all the black characters is in milestone, and they ain't gonna make those movies. Got you, got you. People still have people finally gotten over the fact that uh, even though switching from DC to Marvel, um. Real quick, have people gotten over the fact that that Kang the Conqueror is black now? Have they gotten over that yet, or are they still mad at Jonathan Majors? I don't know. They they they're, they're over it. Yeah, they're gonna have to. I haven't heard much like blowback about his race because in the comics he's like purple, he's like purple yeah. mask. It's like it's it's, it's it's an easy character to get away with switching on. Yeah, because mm-hmm. his his look is kind of like enigmatic a little bit it's like real ambiguous so they can play around with his features a little bit more than somebody who just was a regular per- person that they that would switch up Got you know what i mean it's mm-hmm. not like the, mm-hmm. it's not like making you know harry osborne black or something that he has you know his face covered anyway got you all right switching yeah. switching back jumping across the pond real quick back to dc real quick um what are y'all thoughts on the whole uh james gunn like revamping everything or like <laughs> Is it, is it, is it, is in that, in that quick little battle, was it creative that won or was it corporate that won? Even though it, nine times out of 10, corporate always wins, but you know, I think only with the Snyder corporate Cup won. was the only time. Corporate, corporate won, bro, because they got what they wanted. They want product and by any means. So they're basically like, as, as much as everybody want to think that he, he's in control, not, not as in control as he wants to be. Mm. But it's just a simple fact. He made it. A, he made a strategic move for him. On top of that, is giving him a clean slate to do what he wants to do. Plain and simple. Got it. That's what it is. They gave him a blank canvas I, and a I blank check. Been... Is that what y'all saying? Basically? I don't know. About... Uh, no, I'm trying to understand not, it. I'm I trying to understand it's not, it. it's not a blank canvas, but no, but do y'all I, feel I, James Gunn is going to do his thing though? Do y'all have confidence in him? I, I I don't have confidence. I, I, I don't I, I don't have confidence in DC property at the moment, bro. I, I don't. don't have I don't have confidence. But I've never had confidence in in DC since they've been trying to do this uh, universe shit because they haven't been too successful at coming up with a you know a, a clear plan. A lot of it's just someone should have to walk in what works. And yeah, we just the moves that, that he's made have been more the moves that he's made has been more about cast and personnel than stories. Mm. That's the problem. The problem is the story is not cast. It was no, I, I don't feel like any of the problem with Man Steel or Justice League movies was Henry himself or Gal as, as Wonder Woman or Ben as, as Bruce. It was more so how much of a mess the stories were. So instead of cleaning, um, not that they're not going to do both, but the first move that's has being made is breaking up the, the cast as opposed to the stories. So now we don't know who's the cast and we don't know who's the stories. So it's kind of like um, having an on-again, off-again girlfriend that sometimes is, is, is bomb and sometimes, you know, cuts the tires. <laughs> yeah. And, and dumping her when you don't know who the next bitch is going to be and she's going to be crazy or what. <laughs> and so it's the devil you know. So a lot of people who even complained about DC before, and I'm one of them is like hesitant because sometimes the crazy girl that you have your roller coaster life with, uh, you keep because you don't know what the next person is going to be like. So 
And, and the other thing is, if you break up with your, your girl that you got and know that you now you got to be celibate for five years or <laughs> three years, then that's, that's a hurt piece. Because whatever they do, whatever Superman movie they make next or whatever they do next, it's not going to be for years. They haven't, you know, they're, they're pre, pre-production. They haven't even come out with the, uh, like an outline or game plan yet. So it was a lot of people like are a back to the drawing board type shit. Yeah. It's back to the drawing board. And a lot of people are like, damn. What about them going yeah. back to, though, but do, do, do you think that that makes sense, though, that they want to go back to, like, a younger Superman the same way they did with, with Pattinson, with, like, doing a younger Batman, like, two months in? Like, do you think that kind of makes sense? But is it not like you can't make Henry look a little younger? Shit, I mean, you made him, you took off his beard when he had it in the one, in the Justice League joint. It makes sense for them as a company, yeah. yeah. If they replace him with somebody who does a great job just like anything yeah. everybody's gonna bitch when they make the move and then if they replace them with somebody who can act who looks like Superman if the movie's dope everybody will forget and will go about our way but until they do that you open yourself up to criticism that's just the way of the world there you go yeah that's what I kind of figured that and he he was such a a, a fan favorite for them even though he, it, he was so he was so loved by, by a lot of Say that again. Oh shit! Technical difficulty. He's a fan of the comic. You know what I mean? No, I don't don't know what you mean. You broke up for a second. You said he was a he was a what? He was a geek. He's a fan of the comics, so a lot of fans liked him. He was one of them. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And he had the physique for it, so he was the first Superman who on screen looked like the modern way he's drawn, which is diesel as fuck. Not very many actors can pull off that look. So that's true. That's true. That's we'll what see. I'm saying. Like, like, you know, like, you know, nothing, nothing. Um, you know, success always, you know, heals all wounds. You know what I mean? If they come out with another Superman movie and it's dope and it makes a lot of money, people will move on. But if true. they they scrap this franchise, so to speak, Man of Steel, Superman, and it takes five, four, you no. Know, three to five years and they cast somebody else and then that movie's fast hmm. then you wasted all that time when you had you know yeah but when we'll you see. had the guy there yeah that's true um yeah but yeah. it's just like kind of like how we we said before on this podcast before though like how we was talking about the x-men and how they're over there at uh sony or whatever that it was all like you could keep putting out these movies and putting out these movies regardless because they're always going to be a draw. They're always going to make money. Like Batman is always right. going to make money. And so is Superman, regardless of who's in it. Cause I remember when, uh, the Superman, be- uh, what was it? Superman beyond What was the, the last one that came out before this when Kevin Spacey was Lex Luthor. Return. Yes. Superman return. Superman return. He had yeah. no physique whatsoever. And right. that shit still, it's that still made bank. You know what I mean? But it, it, it I guess it's people are more in love with the character more than the actor who plays him because that's why people always go out and see him because not everybody was hyped that Robert Pattinson was playing the Batman, but he was playing a young Batman. And I'm glad you, you put it into that perspective for me, Vinny, when you was all like, yes, this is a Batman movie, but it's based on him only being Batman for like two to three months. And I was like, ha, all right, that makes sense. It put me in the mindset to go in there and see it like that. Not as like a fully seasoned superhero. So that's why it made yeah. more. It, it made me enjoy yeah, it more. Batman, like a Batman, he's just a Batman. 
two years. So yeah. that's what they do when they want to reboot. They just make it, you know, the younger, yeah. more version. Especially if you want to basically reboot your universe, you want to start off with a younger cast. But, yeah. I mean, it, it here's the thing. If it, if it works, it's a good move because it, the universe is always sloppy in the first place and all the stories were always all over the place and there wasn't any continuity. And one of the things that Marvel always has to beat on is they have uh, plans on plans on plans on what they want to do and they have so many moving parts and they juggle it. Whereas DC doesn't even, they said before that they don't, that's too hard, too much for them. They'd rather just do one shot. And now they kind of are switching their perspective and want to have a more continuity driven universe and that Dude. needed something like this to happen where they have a DC Studios and someone in charge of that versus the DC movies just being movies that happen to be made at Warner Brothers with no oversight and that's what Foggy is to Marvel with somebody who's coordinating all these different properties mm. so that way all this shit makes sense they never had that before at DC it was just gotcha. Warner Brothers putting out shit all right. Well, then let me ask you this then, because James Gunn, which which Marvel movies he uh, did he write or direct? Guardians of the Galaxy. He did the Guardians, Guardians of, of the Galaxy. Galaxy. Okay, so now and then you... he flipped. And then he did Guardians of the Galaxy one and two, and then got in trouble for old tweets back in the day, okay. and Disney fired him. So he went to DC and did the Suicide Squad, and then he did Peacemaker, and then he came back to Disney to do Guardians of the Galaxy three, which is coming out this year. Okay. Now, do you think that? Um, by him being in the Marvel and Marvel Studios and all that, he, was he in there like, all right, this is how they run their ship? Did he? Do you think he went over there to Warner's and DC? He was like, hey, this is how they run that shit. Uh, we could we could really take this shit off if y'all let me run this shit because I already seen how their infrastructure is. And let me come over here and show y'all how they do it so we could have continuous movies and a storyline that everybody gonna like and everything. Blah 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 blah. You think that that was his plan the whole time? Like he could run his own little ship and he's already seen how there's the no, Marvel, the MCU runs. Yeah. There's no question that his experience in MCU has given him insight on tips on, on ways, how to run a, a universe as opposed to just a film. Yes, that's but what I was thinking. At the same time, at the same time, they, they knew that before. It's just like, they didn't do it well. You know what I mean? Like they didn't, a, they didn't care, and B, yeah, it wasn't much of a priority, was it? It's, it's not that it wasn't a priority. It's like they, it's kind of like all right. So they had somebody doing several different films and in, or involved in several different films, but he wasn't technically in charge of all those films. Like Zack mm -hmm. Snyder did, you know, the Superman versus Batman, but he didn't direct. Um like Wonder Woman, like he didn't direct all those movies. He just had input and gave them consultation, but he wasn't the boss. Mm, yeah. Got it. Got and it. they fought, they fought back and forth with him on decisions. And it felt, it felt like a lot of times where they didn't like that. The fans wanted him to, um, wanted somebody to just like oversee all the shit. And he probably sounds and like, just try, try to do too much. And they didn't like it. Because uh, one of the ongoing things that's always been a problem with WB is they like putting their stamp on everything. And much of the DC movies that we've seen over the 10 years isn't Warner Brothers movies as much as Zack Snyder movies. So that's why they say the Snyder first. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like it's... So it's like... That got you know, my mind going, they yeah. Had, 
Yeah, so basically, if they get out of guns' way, then even if it's not great, at least it should make sense continuity-wise because to have one person overseeing shit instead of all the different people who was in the WB offices, like, too many steps in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah. Cause that's what I was I was thinking of it like like is James Gunn playing like the spook by the door like I'm gonna sit here in the Marvel and I'm gonna direct these movies and shit I'm gonna see how they doing they shit and be like go over there to DC be like yo this is how they running they ship over there yo let's come over here put me in charge of this shit I could run this shit we could have our own little well not nah, because it it, it 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 really doesn't make sense because him and Kevin Foggy are cool as shit okay yeah. so, so they they, they, they that folk. doesn't make sense it they're 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 basically folk and the thing is it would be in their best interest. Because here's the thing, Kevin Foggy's not looking at it as a competition because he wants DC to succeed. Just like you, yep. You know That's I mean? a, just like how we all are. We all want to see all comic movies yeah, succeed. They, they, they want to see it succeed. So the thing is, it's all about the approach. Look, Mark. Look, to be quite honest, uh, uh, right now James Gunn technically has nothing to lose because they're already where they're at right now. He has nothing to lose. Nothing. You know what I mean? So all they can focus on is, okay, where do we go from here? You put me in this position, you already see my body of work. So either you let me play or not. You know what I mean? (laughs) So it is what it is. So is he coming in there with like leverage? Like, yo, like, yo, I know how to do this, son. Comfortable position. Hmm. Listen, I'm going to tell you like this. Even, even though, even though we look at it as, yo, that's a stupid ass decision. It's a ballsy decision. And who else would do that? Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, who else in his position would do something like that? Hmm. So I commend him for his approach and how he did it, even though a lot of people may not like it, even though I may not like certain things. It is what it is. It ain't show friends, it's show business, bro. Yeah, yeah man. I was about to say that. Yeah, yeah people ask him, like, yo, are, are, is Warner Brothers really going to let you run all this shit? And he was like, it ain't like when Snyder was making these movies. They actually put me in charge. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so... Yeah, well, and he did a good job with both of the Guardians of the Galaxy. So, I mean, he already has a, a record, a track record. You know what I mean? So, I would assume that corporate. Well, that's more- where, hmm? but that's where there's hesitation because he's a he's a director. This is a you know not necessarily a, a cor- corporate exec overlooking an entire you know several mm-hmm. film franchise. So it's going to be like. Will he be able to delegate? Will he be able to, you know, get all these things to coordinate? That's a different skill set than just making a good movie. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he has to be in charge. He has to be in charge of not only uh, hiring, you know, personnel to make each movie that's good. He has to be in charge of making sure that those people know how to work together with other people and have a, a directive. Mm-hmm. So he basically needs, but all right. So that's they're basically right. saying, all right, you're a good director and everything, but do you have admin to run this shit? Do you have a good admin person that knows how to run everything else outside of directing the films? That's what you're all saying. Right, like let's say, for instance, they hire they hire you to um direct, you know, Green Lantern, and they hire Leo to, to direct, you know, Flash. But y'all don't want to do uh, the crossover that they want you to do. Then you gotta find somebody else to do one of those. True, true. Uh, you know what? Let me put it in perspective for you, bro. I'll make it easy for you, Johnny. Mm. All right? Uh-oh. Here we so go. Check this out. <laughs> so, say they, they like your spin on 
closet. <laughs> they like it. your tone. They <laughs> like your inflection. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you know what? Jim Henson was who he was in that day, but this is who you are now. She won't, we want you to voice over every character. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? I had to go, man. Look at that. 50 minutes in. I was like, if he don't come with one in the next 10 minutes, I'm going to be disappointed in this motherfucker. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> Good point. Good point. I would just think, though, like, because, like I said, James Gunn, he had the track record. He's made successful movies, comic book adaptation movies. He's done them well. You went over there and was like, all right, you know how to do that. But do you have you you have movie DC movie making potential? But do you have DC universe making potential? DCU? Like, can you can we bank on you to do that? And I would think, though, if he was like, well, I'm the director, dude, give me somebody who's a good admin. And that could delegate to, or is good at delegating, then they'd probably be a okay. They'd be straight after. Also, that. the other also the other concerns: Can he do serious movies? Guardians of the Galaxy, Suicide Squad, Peacemaker are all fart joke movies. Is he gonna make Superman doing like dick jokes? Oh, yeah. that's okay. I get it. Now I get it. Yeah, because peace, but Peacemaker was a fucking hell of a man. That shit was thorough. Right, but Actually. that's just for everybody. You do you do a Batman movie like Peacemaker, it's going to be pitchforked out. Exactly. True. Okay, so that's what that's what you, you mean. can't you can't you can't bring that so, same you can't think you can't bring that same mentality into these particular IPs because their the tone is different. So you okay. can't carry the same tone. Hmm. So if he comes into it with that same perspective, see, and that's that's my pushback and that's my worry because we already seen what someone like Taika Waititi could do with Thor and Love and Thunder. Yep. So that's my fear. If you make it too jokey and hokey, you know what I mean? Then we're, you're, you're taking the element of away from the character of Batman, especially. Yep. You know what I mean? Because so he's, nah, yeah, he's no nah. joke. He's no joke. So yeah, you bro. don't think though, hmm. oh, oh, let me ask you. That's what I meant to ask you. It almost slipped my head. I, I just caught it. So James, does James Gunn get along with Zack Snyder to the point where you think they might be able to collab and do some serious shit? Oh, they're cool. That's but cool. the thing is, it's not up to it's, it's not up to what it's James up to the say. heads above. Uh, I'm gonna tell you, it's, it's twofold. Uh, Warner Brothers does not fuck with at least the previous people did, and even if they did, they're trying to get away from and on and move on. So they're trying to like settle over and, and distance themselves from that. But as far as those two people, um, James Gunn wrote um, one of the Dawn of the Dead, one of the Snyder movies that. A zombie flicks that Zack Snyder directed, and that's one of you know his be- his best known movies. Certainly, but I think he's obviously uh, tasked to get away from the Snyder elements that were in those films and do something different. Not uh, mm-hmm. make them as dark because I, this is the funny <coughs> thing. It's funny thing in the last week I saw the Zack Snyder Justice League. I just saw it literally like in the last week, and that shit was fucking phenomenal and then now when you started bringing up like how you, they cut a lot of cyborg shit off and then when i see that i was like you right they did cut that whole shit off of the original joint i was like but wouldn't dc well yeah never mind never mind that just i just shut myself up i was like wouldn't dc after the snyder cut want to go a little bit more on the silly side with peacemaker and all that because of how dark and deep the snyder cut was i would have think that that would have been a good balance that's the point. You want to keep movies. You want to keep your properties like you know, Peacemaker funny, but you don't want that across the board. That's the flag that DC got before making Superman dark and all their shit dark, and then 
that's the on the other side of the coin. That's the flag that Marvel gets making everything with the same comedy formula. Kiddish friendly, every everything. Every, like everything like Guardians of the Galaxy hit as kind of like a, a, turning a serious franchise into a comedy and then uh, it ran with it so for all the all the shit they add a lot of comedy into it I mean there's there's exceptions obviously like it wasn't shit funny in Infinity War and Endgame and shit but a lot of the other lesser movies have had that comedy it. like I understand now heavy heavily influenced in it because it, it worked and made them mad money so I mean that's why they call it the Marvel formula now. Make it funny. Yep. Got it. Got it. All right. And uh, let me see. Staying on, staying on the comics real quick before I jump. I want to jump on another quick little subject to wrap it up. Um, as far as what's coming up next, the Quantum Mania is that going to be the precursor to like what's to come as far as like the Phase what five? That's going to be the jump off. Is that going to be the jump off? I don't watch killers, but oh, um, shit. oh my bad, my bad. Yeah, oh, no, sorry. no, but you're good. But but I still can't answer your question because from what we even know without watching killers, this is going to be kind of like a Avengers light, like how civil, like how Captain America three was kind of like an Avengers movie because so much shit was going on. Mm-hmm. That's what mm-hmm. a lot of people are expecting for Ant Man. You know, uh, almost Avengers level important type of yeah, got yeah. it got it it'll be the catalyst too because Kang yeah. is the next the, Kang is the next big bad comes as his formal introduction Loki but this is his formal introduction got it got it alright alright let me see yeah and as far as the the Marvel shit I'm trying to think of like cause y'all are my counsel I'm like what else I didn't see I wanted to see Avatar today so I could come on here and talk about it but did y'all both of y'all see it I didn't see it loved it though yeah that's yeah, I, I I heard some shit about it, but I I want to see it for myself, and then I wanna I want to bring Lael back on here and Vin Rock. Maybe we can go one of these days this week or something, man. Go peep that shit, uh, cause I I like the first yeah. one. You weren't you weren't too big of a fan of the first one. We talked about that before, but the I gotta yeah, see if, I, mean, I gotta I, see if he topped the first one. That's what I'm saying. The second one is dope as fuck. It I, is. I, I'll just say that it's really oh yeah, man, nice slobber on my arm. Get some lotion. <laughs> shit yeah. yeah that's what i'm saying i heard the i want to know does he top the effects without saying anything about the premise of the movie does he top yeah, the he effects does. of the first one yeah he better top the yeah i'm gonna 10, have to catch a matinee and, and, and that the story the story the story i think the story in this one to me is better because it's more rooted in family and you'll understand Okay, good. We'll so when, leave it at you, that. when you yeah. see it, you'll understand. Yeah, got it, got it. All right, because that's what I wanted. Yeah. I wanted to know. It's like, how do you top that first one for its time and how ill that shit was? I was like, yo, if he tops yeah. those effects and with water and everything, I was like, yo, I yeah. got, I got, I'm gonna have to pee. Yeah. That. Um. Hopefully, I'll have seen that by next week, so I could come in here with it because I heard of some of the the undertones in that, the racial undertones in that too or but you said it's based in family too so something from what i've seen it's it's, yeah. it's the thing the thing is you got to see it to really understand got it like you okay. you got to see it and i don't want to i don't want to yeah don't, too much emphasis on okay. it without you seeing it you know? okay all right cool 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 um how was everybody's new year <laughs> first episode of the season it's on the third day um how was everybody's new year i was i was 
at at the crib with with fam and everybody. I was in bed by 12:15, 12:45. Really? Yeah. 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 When you're in a, you in a house with a Cuban household, they make you eat them uh, the, the grapes and shit at midnight. Did you have to do that, Leo? Go back to your roots? Nah, I didn't do it this weekend. Oh, okay, okay. What you do, Vin Rock? I seen you. Where was uh, you at? I was I was chilling at home, bro. You were. We watched um La- yeah we watched Glass Onion, waiting for the countdown, and that was dope. And then um you know we just watched the countdown and yeah, like it was low key. We didn't go out or nothing. Nope. I wasn't. And the funny part is we didn't even have the kids this weekend, but we still didn't feel like going out. We was just chilling at nope. the crib. Yeah, I just stayed home, home, stayed in the crib. Me and Toy got naked. That there was you it. Go. I mean, <laughs> me and Toy so, got naked. That, 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 that hey, was it. Hey, yeah. we just got naked. Bro. Skin thirty, skin thirty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. hey, yeah, hey, <laughs> get naked, bro. That's what's all it's about. Exactly. That, that was that was our only plan. That was our only plan to bring in the New Year. So that was enough for me. That was, that was, I mean, I didn't need to go out and um, deal with crazy people and cops, and they can go worry about getting naked. Yeah, I, I just. Goodbye to it. Exactly. <laughs> nothing like a yeah. nothing like a New Year's <laughs> nut. To start the year off. Yeah. Good naked, bro. Exactly. Good naked. Exactly. And shit. And, and then she I'm over here looking. She over here looking like, oh really? Like, like, like. <laughs> look at it. Look at it. Yeah. She like, this is what happens. She like, this is what happens when you worry about getting naked. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, stupid yeah. shit. So, <laughs> I, I, Vinny, you're not a trailer guy. So, um, I don't know. Are you looking forward to any of these, um, the Secret Invasion um, series and all that stuff? Are you looking forward? Which one are you looking forward to the most, should I say? I'm going to go around the room. I'm going to go Vin Rock first. Then I'm going to go Leo. Uh, are you talking about the, the Disney Plus shows coming now? The, like the MCU period. Phase five. Oh, that's when you period it, 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 first and foremost. I'm glad that's first because that's that's what I'm most hype about because Kang's my, my guy and I, I like the MN film, so um I, I'm I'm hyped for that for sure. And um I, I'm kinda and we also got uh Guardians three, which I'm hyped for for Warlock, but Guardians two wasn't as, as dope as the first one, so I'm a, it's kind of a wait and see on that. And then we also got um, what else we got from Marvel? We got those two, and we got Spider Verse this year. I'm hyped for that. Um, and that's remember its own what thing too, through. isn't it? That Spider Verse, the, the that's cartoon, its own thing. that's its own little planet yeah. and universe. That's its own thing. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what else, what else is coming for uh, Leia. What, what else is coming to Disney Plus this year for Marvel? I mean, Marvel, I'm not, you guys. I'm not super hyped. I'm not super hyped well, about innovation. I, I like the story, but I don't know how they're going to do it. If they're going to do it justice, I'm not really hyped yeah. about the Marvel's movie. I'm gonna wait and see on that. So I'm not super excited yeah. about that, but I'm gonna see it and see how you know goes. Um, but yeah, so I mean, right? I mean, on the front, yeah, you got Secret Invasions, you got Loki, you got mm-hmm. um. You got uh, um, X Men '97, uh, uh, or was it? Yeah, I think that's not. Yeah. No, oh no, is it '97? Yeah, yeah. yeah so you got X Men '97 uh, that's going to drop, you know, in a in a bit. So I mean, on that front, I mean that's the, the only thing. I mean, as far as what movie I'm expecting, I'm following any, you know, on this one. But 
because Ant Man is 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 the make it or break it as far as what or the pacing of what we're going to actually see going forward with the with the MCU. Okay. You know what I mean? So there's there's so much information we got Kang, you know, and there's so much that they can do with this particular film without yeah. really saying too much. Yeah. So we just got to wait and see. True. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm also excited for the last, uh, the last raw for the um, DCEU because I was actually yeah. a big fan of Aquaman. And so the sequel for that now, it looks like we heavily focused on Black Manor. That's my guy. And, uh, yeah. um, and, and Flash is, aside from Ezra Miller, like it, you know, I've always been a Flash fan. So hopefully it, it, it's actually dope. They, and are they, they going to replace you know, the board real quick? Replace them with somebody better. For yeah. character, they better replace the board. If they replace, they replace Superman, but not Flash after this movie, it's going to be hell to pay. Okay, okay. Yep. Yeah, because I was about to say, he got into some shit. So I was like, I know they're going to have to. That, he been on my three stars. It's like GPA for past two years. <laughs> I never heard that one. I'm going to start using that shit too, man. You want two stars with me right now, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> shit, that makes sense. That makes sense. All right, I'm trying to think of what what else um, I gotta ask y'all about because yeah, Kang is gonna be that boy, and then um, so I guess we're gonna go. With, I guess somebody's gonna make it pretty soon because it's February 17th. It's a week before my birthday. Um, when are y'all gonna do the invitation? We all oh, going to that Echo's shit? coming summer. Oh, well, where? I said we all gonna yeah. we all gonna go. We all rolling posse deep to uh to the Ant Man joint. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt. Okay. Yeah, we're okay. gonna pregame at Vinny's crib first. Yeah. So everybody's gonna go over Vinny's crib and I just wanna see if we're gonna see some Well yeah, I just wanna see if we're gonna see some tight. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? If we go if we see some tight, you know, then you know I, I you know, I, I just wanna I wanna I wanna take it back. I wanna go back. <laughs> yeah. we, we gotta go back in time, but we gotta take it back. Gotta go back to pregaming and shit. I got you. <laughs> we gotta go back to pregaming. Yeah. No, nah, I mean no, nah, well, I, I think yeah. I think so, <laughs> I think I think nah, nah somebody could put that shit up <laughs> shit cause I know damn Vinny's not a preview guy a trailer guy so it's like there's a lot yeah. of other shit coming but I don't wanna say nothing about any other trailer I'm hyped oh. for um, I'm hyped for uh, I'm hyped for non, uh, combo stuff too cause we got John Wick this year oh shit true yeah, yeah, yeah. oh that's what I meant to ask you guys did y'all you were Vinny you called it um I read an article this morning about um uh, what's his name that played Daredevil? My, uh, Brian Cox is that his name? Uh, Charlie Cox. Charlie, Charlie Cox. Cox yeah. yeah, he said. Yeah, he was all like, "Yeah, the uh, if you guys are thinking that the Netflix Daredevil, I mean the Disney Plus Daredevil is going to be as gory and bloody as the Daredevil on Netflix, you guys are mistaken." Like he said something like along the lines of like, "It's not going to be." Oh as yeah, gory. we knew that. It's going to jump into and it's we gonna, knew that though. Yeah, I didn't believe. I didn't believe Vin Rock when he told me that when he was saying that he was like, "They're probably going to like dumb him down or something and shit." I didn't believe him, but yeah, he he, he confirmed it. So he, he was right, Vin. Well, not dumb down, but tone him tone him down. They it's it's a different a different demographic that they shoot for. So he throws up. Yo yo. Oh, you! I yeah, was back I, at the very, very, very end, but all good. We would. <laughs> we I, I believe it's it's a be It might be that. Did y'all cover the dark years of hip hop? Like bloody. Oh, oh, oh. it's forty nine. This is the fiftieth year of hip hop. Big up the Is it? Oh yeah, this year. Nineteen seventy three to two thousand twenty three, man. Fifty years of hip hop, man. Started on. And you was there for all of it, goddamn! You were there from the inception. Not- 
<laughs> no, no, not for the 73 shit. 73, I was like six. You were still there. Exactly. You was there. Yeah, I was literally, I'm like, okay, this is. I, I was, I was, I was literally born in hip hop. 73, bro. That's my year. Fucking, um, this, this is the part they, they don't really talk about a lot. But the Herculoid, it was like four, it was like three. Like, to be honest, I've never seen Cool Herc DJ. It was always mm. his crew that DJ. And one of the dudes they used to do was a dude named JC. And JC used to live on our side of the Bronx. He was from Sedwick, but he came further down in more of the Woody Crest Yankee Stadium members. And that's why I used to see him, Zach, Zach, Eddie Ed, and all of them. And this was like around 77, 76, 77. I was like 10 years old. And that's how I learned how to DJ. That's when the Grand Architect Paradise told me how to DJ because he used to hang out with JC. And so I used to see Cool Herc all the time, but I personally never seen him DJ. But the Herglois DJ a lot. So it's basically right. but but as far but but as far as the technical aspect, the technical aspect comes from Flash. Flash is the one to put the technical aspect into it as okay. far as cutting on the beat and shit like that. What do you say? Again, the whole hmm. MC thing. This is gonna so, piss you off. This is gonna piss you off, dude. I just wanna hear you explode. What do you say about um like I seen uh Tariq Nasheed on on an interview and he's saying that that hip hop that that like uh Hip hop, it wasn't started by Cool Herc at all and shit. That there was like, uh, you know, scat rapping and, and all that stuff before, and you know, it was like like that that graffiti actually started from some dude in Philly, and like he's basically debunking the whole thing that Cool Herc like invented hip hop and shit. And when I heard that, I was just like, all right, but you're he's thinking of it as all four of these these type of art forms coming together and being called hip hop. And I think that that's the part that he's missing out is like, not saying rap didn't start before the term hip hop was coined. You know what I mean? Before, um, you know, before it started in the, in the Bronx, like that's when they named it everything with like Bambada and everybody. But like, what do you say to that when it, when they when they be like, well, shit, they didn't start that shit. Foundational Black Americans started started hip hop. Who's this? Who's this? Uh, Tariq Nasheed. He does. He does the. Uh, is he out of Philly? Nah, he he from the West Coast actually. No. Um, I'm a, I'm a disagree with the, the young same man. Way, yeah, all. in the same way they was getting well, he's about our age, but is in the same way they was getting mad at Fat Joe when he was all like Puerto Ricans was there to start a hip hop too, da 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 da, and and they was trying and to they, get on they him. Were. That's but what they I'm were. saying. That's but and, and, that's, that's a proven fact. We think the B boys came from niggas was them break dancing. The Puerto Ricans was break dancing. That's what I'm saying, and that's the part. The argument, and the, graffiti, the graffiti, the graffiti, and, and the dance that comes from from the Latino side of things. The, yeah. the, 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 the 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 DJ and MC came from from the black side of things, and then it just naturally just everybody just Wait, bonded. Technically, technically, the dancing and, and the dancing side of of hip hop was integrated from California over to New York, bro. No. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Nah. Literally, it was. Bro, I'm, literally, I'm, it was. The only one to disagree with that. Literally, it was, bro. The, 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 the pop locking and the the, the that's it. Yeah, because California been doing it. Not the breaking. The breaking is definitely a New York art. But but that's what I'm saying. Pop, but but breaking it was the derivative. You're saying it's derived from pop locking first. I can't, I can't. It was the, it was derivative from that because even even some of the cats some of the cats that migrated from California went to New York. Was doing that shit. I have no. This shit. This shit. I don't have no. 
don't no artifacts now. I can find it out for you. Yeah. I know Poppin' the Rock and it's huge in California. It's, that is they're awesome. Huge, from, from, from it's Shabadoo, definitely huge. From yeah. Shabadoo, they just passed away, rest in peace. Yeah. To rerun and the lockets and all that. I know that yeah. Poppin' the Lock is a California hands down awesome. Oh, it's an awesome hands down over there. I know, I know that started to the best of my knowledge, that started the East Coast because it, it's a derivative mm-hmm. of the martial arts. Remember, we all big when it comes to Capoeira, bro. You know what I'm saying? Capoeira. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's a derivative of that. Plus, also, the Kung Fu move. How many times you seen him doing the spinning? Dollar's good. And he do the backflip and the little break move. And we just, you know, we advance. But I would like to do some research on that. Let me call it. You know, I went to school with Joe Rock and all those dudes. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, New York City Breaks. So. Yeah, yeah, not, because, like I, I said, I, I mean, a lot of that, because the thing is, a lot of that was even integrated and brought over back. To be quite honest, a lot of that started in, a lot of that was started and translated in 69, from 69 to 72. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. A lot and, of that and was. That, and a lot of that came a big influence because of James Brown. Yeah. James Brown had everybody there. See, black, all right. White, I'm going to send both of y'all the clip then. Yeah, I'm gonna send y'all. No, no, clip, but, so. but, but but as far as him saying that it starts, that, that's okay. Cause Cool Herc, the bullshit he's talking is a phallus, though. I mean, I mean, Cool, cool Herc, this is a proven fact. There yep. is a fire that was made. Talking about coming to Southern Avenue, uh, come to the Project Assembly, uh-huh. go down to the, to, to the uh, the little break room or whatever it's called. Uh-huh. Back then, I think they charged like a dollar to get in or fifty cents for men, and twenty-five cents for ladies, mm-hmm. and it was physically. Music being played by Coca-Cola Rock himself was on the mic. I am not saying he was saying right on, but he was chanting who hurt his man. You see, Jay Z. Uh, uh, uh. Well, I'm telling you about uh, Jay. Uh, I'm telling you about Jay Z and the place to be, like naming out the Herculoid. So back then, you know, it was still segregated as far as because that's the west side of the Bronx. Now the biggest notion that this. Always misinterpreted it is that hip hop started in South Bronx, and that's false. Hip hop started on the west side of the front. That, that's a proven fact. That's where Cedric Avenue's at on the west side of the front. Because I've lived on Cedric my whole life. I lived on Woody Crest. I lived. I also lived on the west side of the front. Also, I lived in the South Bronx. Was like from '76 to about '77. Then I moved right back to the west side. But um, so I'll have to dispute the young man's statement on that. Yeah, it's like right. the, the word hip hop, like like who invented the word the physical word hip hop? Where did that start from? Um, I'm waiting for you to tell us, dude. DJ Hollywood it started for man. He rest in peace, my man Keith Cowboy. I mean, Cowboy. my man. I went to school with his brother. I went with his brother too, Cowboy, because he was the first one. He was like hip hop. You don't stop. This is the hip hop. You don't stop. That's where the term hip hop came in, and everybody's been using it ever since. Just like Yes, Yes, Y'all was also started by Kid Creole. Also, so other period five MC. That's what I'm saying. All right. This was the first one. Because even like Bambada, Bambada didn't really have no MC when they first came out. And then he had the Jazzy Five, then Soul Side Sports. But Cool Hurt never really had a set of MCs like that. So Flash came about, then Theodore, then uh, uh, Breakout in the Funky Four. You know what I'm saying? Now the Sugar Hill thing is still, you know, I know a lot of guys, even the older guys, don't like to hear this. But we, we have to give Sugar Hill credit, regardless if we saw how authentic they were in the top. Because if it wasn't for that 18 minute record, none of us would have ever been talking about hip hop as we know it now. Outside of probably the Bronx and maybe home and so forth. Mm. So that, that catapulted 
hip hop on the world stage. And, I'm, and like any other genre of music, 50 years is a long time. Because when the last time you seen a big head rock band? When the last time you seen a grunge band? Yeah. When the last time you heard a disco group? Well, on a mainstream level, yeah, damn near extinct. Exactly. But hip-hop is still here. Every year it gets better and better. Even with these young guys right now that we might not say... I wouldn't say it gets better and better. I, I would say it gets more corporatized and corporatized, and they run but, it, but, so but, they, but, but, but at the end they of the pull day, the strings. This is, but, but, this, this, but this is the thing that this is the thing that everybody says that makes me laugh all the time. They've always pulled the strings. So what are you shocked at? It's like, it's like when people used to be in the Marine Corps. Why would you complain about being a Marine when you joined? Nobody told you to join. So what are you complaining about? Just like everybody, yo, the label's jerky. The label's jerky. The label's jerky. The label's jerky. Yo, we just renegotiated our contract. <laughs> if they jerk you so much, why would you renegotiate your contract? Mm-hmm. At the end right. of the day, it's a business. Like any yep. other business. Yep. It's not called a hip-hop business. It's not called the R&B business. Call for music business. Some are more swabier than others are. Some got better lawyers than others are. Some, some of them come in with more leverage than like, others. Like, but like some of the biggest exploiters, Barry Gordy himself is like one of the biggest exploiters in music ever. Yeah, check this out. Take these Cadillac. We'll talk about publishing later. <laughs> While I smoke you out, I'm listening to Stevie Wonder was leaving the way with tons of money for writing the song. Mm. Hey, yo, Dula. Hey, Dula. Yo. I got a question. Mm-hmm. As serious as cancer. Yo. Because you were there, and I know you know this, right? <laughs> Did Jesus smoke weed, bro? <laughs> He's stupid. <laughs> Jesus is a black man. <laughs> he said, I ain't gonna say what he smoked, but I know what he yeah, looked like, yeah. though. but you know, I was, I was just watching the thing. Because even the commercial, I'm looking at the commercial. This is just if you're hip hop, but this is all the tour dudes. And I'm not a fan of that. They showed Ed Lover, they showed Noe. Hip hop has a weird genre that we just need to leave alone. Like we're still in this thing that oh he don't write these songs, he don't write it. Oh, it's music. Name one song Whitney Houston wrote. That's true. That's true. Name one song Mariah Carey wrote. Shit, go even further. And all the hits, you, you... and all the hits Michael Jackson got. How many were his hits that he wrote? Yeah. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Only in hip hop we think stupid shit. Like oh, he's not authentic because somebody else wrote the song. Oh, he's not authentic because somebody. Well, that's what writers are for. He created a job for somebody else so they could feed their families for the rest of their life. Yep. We don't look true. at it that way. True, true. Shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know the old attitude. If you got to say you're a tough guy, you're not a tough guy. <laughs> yeah. Just keep doing your thing. Keeping it real. I'm keeping it real. I'm keeping it real. I want to... <laughs> I want to play that certain clip of it. Well, I sent you the whole interview and he gets into it within the first like six minutes of that interview that I sent you um, where he, he tries to debunk that like because it was it was an academics interview. I don't say what you want about but, academics. He, he goes but, to both sides. I, 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 ain't gonna, I ain't gonna look at it now. What was his proof? Like, you got proof. Then you make it. Well, you, he you was saying he, he kind of. Like he kind of said the b-boy and part of the pop locking on the west coast like Leo just said because he's from cali though uh, uh Tarina, she's from cali he, and, and he and that, was saying and he's a historian though he right. 
he does the hidden color series and shit. He's the one that goes in and he does research on all of it. So that's, that's the he, only that's the only part that might be true. But everything else is saying is garbage. I'm gonna probably have to not disagree with him as far as the break dancers, but I'm but I might not say anything as far as the pop lockers and the locking and pop because I don't know what it's. He was the just debunking. He, he was just later on. I guess he was the, the the premise of it was like I guess he was debating because academics is Jamaican and then and then he was all like yeah I heard you were saying like like that that Jamaicans uh, in, invented hip hop and he was like no no he's like y'all didn't invent no, y'all didn't not, invent it now now that one is, that's also a big debate believe it or not that's just how it goes Jamaicans feel that they are it should be credited to hip hop because one who hurt is Jamaican that's and that's and, the only and, part of it right. And Cool Herc also did something that Jamaicans traditionally do. Me being a Jamaican descent as well, I understand what you're talking about. It's called Tosin. When you brought out the loud speakers, you bought the music, played the one record all night, somebody got on the microphone and Tosin. So that was a culture in Jamaica back in the late in the late sixties into the early seventies. So but as far as it think that it was rap, oh, that there's no I don't know how people do the correlation, but there was a very, a very close similarity. It's like the difference between a horse and a zebra. It's like in the same family, <laughs> yeah. but it's, it's still different. I'm, I'm all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the timestamp of exactly when he's. Well, matter of fact, if you just start watching that, you'll see in the first in the first six minutes he gets right into it and no, I'm, he I'm starts, watch it, he like starts I said, saying I'm, his little again, his, his facts. I mean, I mean, I mean, again, only, it's like. No, I was gonna say my only pushback with that part is like, it's you you act like he was acting like like when they're starting hip hop, like there was a fucking like there was somebody at the door, like okay, what's your ethnicity? Okay, what percent Spanish are you? And what are like you act like they was taking tolls when they was starting hip hop, like like oh okay, you're part of this, you're part of this, like 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 taking dibs on something that wasn't even invented yet, like like how could you say that Spanish people weren't there at the beginning of it? How did you know? Did you check every single person that walked in and did a fucking uh twenty three and me? You know what I mean? Because now the the graffiti thing is another thing that I have a little bit of knowledge on, but I'm not a historian. But I know for a fact it was a Latino. Actually, it was one of your brethren. It was a Dominican. Stocky 183. Up from Washington Heights. Mm-hmm. And, he, and he's doing this back in the 70s, early 70s. On the yep. subway stations, the ones, the twos, uh, the five. Yep. I know, actually, he did a billboard for it. It was Chicago T A A I. Then he put the 183 next to it. That was like the mm-hmm. first known tag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's one of your Dominican brothers. <laughs> so that's why oh, I God. knew they was a Latino influence. Nequinones, all those guys, all Latino. Quinones, Quinones, not Quinones. Yeah, I'm saying it like a white man, goddammit. AKA Lee. AKA Poppy. There you go. There you go. Just just narrow that shit down. Um, but all right. Yeah, I want I, I do want you you, you well, guys well, you know what? You know what? part though. You know what? Let's save let's save this discussion for next week. Let me do a little bit more research. Yes. And man, if y'all can, go to my man's page, Grand Architect Paradise, Claude Paradise Race. He's a walking historian of hip hop. That's how I learned all this stuff. I would love to get him on here. I've been trying to call him. I gotta find somebody to find somebody to find somebody. Gotcha. He can break everything down from from Disco Mario. He can break down all the crews, all the Puerto Ricans that was in it. Charlie Chase, all those guys. Okay. Okay. He, he's a historian. Looks of like hip-hop. I got I got some homework to do. Then um, send me send me his 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 page or whatever, and and I'll, I'll take it from there. Me and me and Leo. Leo the good researcher Lord too. Paradise Shit. Great. That's it. Lord Paradise Great. Okay, okay. I'll and peep, then, I'll then peep. he wrote that he just wrote a book 
Remember I was telling you, you told me I was going to be in this book? I'm yeah. in this book. I got to hmm. find the book. You should have gave yeah, you the first me everything. Man, me, me, dude, that's why I said when people be talking, I said, dude, me and Larry is the DJ on the same church. Infamous Larry Davis. Me, Greg Knight, all of us. When we were kids. Remember, me and Larry's the same age. Larry just booked it old. Larry <laughs> had to sing with the cops. Larry was only 19. 18 and, or 19. But he just, looked he old as shit. Like a grown man. Huh? Yeah, he just looked old as shit when you see the picture yeah, of him. Yeah, that's all. But we were all the same age. <laughs> Damn, and, and 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 paradise was like our big brother. He was like our mentor. He used to tell us, "Don't drink, don't smoke." Remember I used to say that. I said I just never did it. He was like, "Why? you Muslim?" Nah, I just never did it because the people around me said, "Don't do it." All we cared about was hip hop and looking fresh and playing basketball. Okay. All and right. baseball. And getting get some cheeks. Yeah, never. You know, that's part of part of hip hop too. Up and down. <laughs> damn! Imagine the damn. But even like now, it's like even here. Oh, uh, Leon, I've seen your wife born once in me. Who did her, her portrait? That is gorgeous. My cousin. Man. My cousin. My, my cousin, Brian. Brian Hickman. Wow. He, he, he's prolific. Yeah, and he did. Incredible. Look, just like the rest. Yo, me and I said, Mom, yeah. I said, that's like how I was like, like, where like right there. It's like, you know, not the lady candidate on that big ass wall. Yep. Yeah, the forum. Yeah. Right I, across I from the forum. His work. That's incredible. That's incredible, man. Yeah. Do you know what that reminds me of? How they doing in Philly? That's why I love Philly. Yeah, 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 yeah. The whole building, and, and, and then I seen. Did he also do the one of the little girls? Yep. Wow, he's incredible, man. Yeah. I, I might have to buy a piece off of him. Yeah, he's nice. I move. I, I might have to support that. So, he's definitely nice. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I want to start. Doing, I, matter of fact, I'm gonna talk to you on another note on that, man. I want to start bringing some young artists in. I mean, I don't know if y'all seen that documentary uh, with the guy Kate Grimes. He went from uh, crime. To some dude, he's based out of Lancaster, white artist. So he's speaking to work out. You gotta watch the documentary, the dope documentary. But he had the young brother in there from Philly, dope. I said, all right, man. You know, Donnie knows I always reach out to people on Instagram. He hit me back, he hit me back. He, he hit me back. Word. Now, like, big family, you work, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I want to start doing things different, man. We incorporate hip hop, art, but on the dope side of it. I can't wait to see speaking of the fiftieth year hip hop too. I can't wait to see the uh he teased it already the the, the next episode of uh, my expert opinion. Shout out to Math and them. Um they got they got Melly Mel and Grandmaster Kaz on there. The next episode. This is the thing. Especially Kaz. Especially Melly Mel. We met Kaz, remember no, no. in Philly, the battle with, with Marcus? Yeah. yeah, we met him. You remember Yeah, you remember I and I told you I have to see Kaz every day. Tells me the same story over and over, like a million times. That he but wrote Sugar Mel, Hill. Kaz is a little bit better. Yeah, Kaz is a little bit better than Mel. But Mel just got a sense of bitterness in him. And it will be no GZ or nothing for me. And like, okay. If people don't understand, and I and this way it goes back to sports. Who's the hottest running back in the game right now? You're asking the wrong one. Just, for, for, for sake of argument, really? I'm go with my man say Kwong Sparkman. Or you might say the little dude from uh from Dallas. You know, uh, what's his name? Uh, the young boy from Dallas, or even the guy from the East. You know what I'm saying? Song. Vinny. Okay. Vinny. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now, this is 2022-2023 season, right? Okay. Okay. We could never compare them to Jim Brown, who, who was a beast when he played, or when Walter Payton played. Things evolved. It's like Kareem was probably the, by far the greatest basketball player ever, but he's never mentioned in that circle. 
Well, they say the greatest basketball player ever now. The first people say is LeBron James. They don't say Michael Jordan anymore. Because they equate finances and everything in limelight. Yeah, because things change. It's just a natural progression. You can't be the old dude being mad at the newer guy. And Melly Mel and some of the older guys, even KRS one to a good extent. That is hip hop. He doesn't have the five elements. How we know he don't have five elements, brother? We just know the young guy made some good music, and we as other black and Latinos, we should encourage that. I'd rather yeah. be doing music than running up and throwing some motherfucking uh, Latin kings and blood signs up. Mm. To do something constructive and positive. Yeah. They haven't been making a good living on The best person to, to adapt to that is Fat Joe. So that's why Joe's the greatest. <laughs> <laughs> young brothers. Oh, you guys are great. You guys are wonderful. Now I'm like cup of tea. But hey, you're doing what you gotta do. True. So Melly Mel, I can't see Melly Mel's gonna be thrown from distance in I'll, I'll send you. I'll send soul. you a clip from that shit. Yeah. He's hilarious. Rightly so. You know what I'm saying? But time change. Y'all had your time. Could you, no, like you know who aged in too. You know who aged into all that too. LL. Exactly. Nobody talks about L. L got over forty years of doing this. Nobody even talks. Just like he said in, in the thing. He, he's in my top ten. He said, "I created the phrase the goat, but nobody considers me a goat, and it's my phrase." Yeah. Nobody knew that ghost shit until he said. I know. Mm-hmm. And Bimmy, and, goes, and Bimmy's the one that gave that to him. And he said, "I'm not even mentioning at all, but I'm cool with that." Like, nah, I think LL. I think he's in everybody's top. He has to be in everybody's at least top ten ever. Yeah, but 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 he's he's not even mentioned. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, by it's, it's like by I, generational it's, standards, it's like, I got you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like you don't hear nobody arguing over LL. When you're like, man, look at the body of work that this guy has done, both on the screen, off the screen, in the booth, out of the booth, just even as a human being. Oh, yeah. One of the few, one of the few, one of the few that have been in it, like you said, from from back then. And he's still still millions up. He's eight figures. Yeah, he's eight figures up. 90, 2000, 2010s. Yes. He got. He has over you know, four to almost five decades of being in hip hop. Yeah, and you know Who he's one of that? he's probably the only one that came out back then. He owns all his masters to all his albums. He's probably the only artist that does that. All of it reverted back to him. He owns all of it, a hundred percent. That's fucking amazing. You know what I mean? Shout out to fucking Uncle L, goddammit. But uh shit, Dula shit broke off. Um Leal, we were just sitting here soaking up shit from Jesus. <laughs> Pretty much. You know what I mean? We were just getting getting schooled by our oh, 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 oh head and shit. Where did he go? I don't know. I was just, I'm here. I was soaking it in, too. I was letting him yeah. on that I was letting him go. Yeah, just let him sit. Yeah. yeah. That's what, that's it's, what, it's knowledge, was, bro. It's knowledge, bro. I'm old, I'm old enough to know. I don't know. A lot of shit. So I'm old enough to know when when somebody elder than me is dropping knowledge. Shut up and listen. Let him speak, bro. Yep, yep, absolutely. I, now all we got to do is get him better Wi-Fi. <laughs> Pretty but, much. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Now, nah, um. The, if you check that that link. Oh, there you go. Hey. Um. If you check that link, I'm telling y'all. Um. That's where it's Tariq Nasido. He does good documentaries and shit. And uh, that part is the only part that I kind of disagree with him on. Um, Leal, though, for real, you might want to check out. He has uh, the story of Haiti's independence. 
and shit. And mm-hmm. he has uh, a, that's a real good documentary. That's what he does. He does. He has the most successful independently black uh, documentaries ever with like the Hidden Color series. If you've never seen him, I'll let you rock out with him and shit. I got him on DVD. But um, he did word, one on the story word. of Haiti, and he was gonna do one. I, I don't know if he was gonna do one on Cuba too, but. He, he knows what he's talking about, though. But on that part, I kind of like gave him pushback on it, too, because and I kind of throw in the fact that he's from the West Coast, too. And they always have a bias towards East Coast and always trying to like say, man, I ain't do that. We've been doing it. You know what I mean? That whole back rivalry bullshit. But Honestly, he's doing that shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, you know. But um, anyways, um, thank you guys for rocking out with me for the new year. I'm going to try to keep it consistent, weekly basis, weekly basis. Fuck that. Even if I got to do it for Dolo. Um, uh, promote your joint. The one six scale man YouTube page. Well, how many followers you up to now, Leo? Uh, we're at about 3,200. 3,200 now? Good. good. Like well, so you doubled, yeah. you doubled from the last time I spoke to you. Good, good, good. <laughs> Progression yeah. keeps going. Mm-hmm. If you guys want to be up on on these type of debates or like the uh, comic book debates and stuff, um, Monday nights, right, or Tuesday nights? Monday night, comic book talk with friends. There Me, uh, Brendan, Mister Butt Naked. We got Mister Cheek, my man Jason, and we got the room. Why Chief. they all sound like porno uh, stars? Man. Why the fuck they must- Jesus. <laughs> Cause they are. I don't heard they cheeks are. and nakedness. Like the they fuck? And you talk about comic books, yeah. God. You talk about yeah, hentai, talk about hentai porn Mr. and Teague. shit. <laughs> yeah, Mister Teague butt naked and um, you know, the 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 gatekeeper. No Vinny. doubt, Vinny. You know? Yes, Vinny is the gatekeeper. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. Check out, uh, check out. Uh, I've just done no, Check out some artwork by some friends. Uh, you know, get some commissions, all that good shit to do. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I'm gonna leave it off with a uh, classic. We're gonna end it on the West, uh, the deep cover instrumental. Uh, you guys, thank you for rocking out with me for the new year, man. I, you know, what I mean, I greatly appreciate it. Leo, it's always a pleasant surprise. Bruce, I hope you get your piping fixed. Pause. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I need yeah, to get mine. Uh, huh? Just talk about you, Bruce. Y'all, had, y'all, y'all give L L flowers. That will happen. I know, right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But uh, exactly. <laughs> thank you, fellas, man. Um, I'll, I'll get up. I'll get up with y'all a little later. Let me close this bitch out. Uh, all right. All right. Good. Yep. One. All right, everybody. Uh, happy New Year's to all. Uh, another 2023. Um, be thankful that you made it. Because trust me, I am thankful. And I got hit with a little surprise over the summer. So, yeah, I am definitely a grateful person in regards to that. You know, I mean, I don't put my personal business out there. So, you know, if you know, you know what happened. If you know, you know. So I'm going to leave it off with this uh, with this uh, deep cover instrumental. And until the next time, y'all, peace. <laughs>